going on, everybody? This is the J&J Podcast with uh, my guy, Chavela, Sports Inferno, the one, the only. How you doing, man? What's up? What's up? Shit, trying to get through these division previews. Fucking yes, sir. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley was last night. Oh, Lord, that was... <laughs> I'm glad I didn't pay for it. I heard it was bad. I didn't even see highlights or anything. Just saw a couple things on Twitter. and. Uh, I mean, like, real quick, just real quick, through this boxing and shit, uh, like... His fucking Tyron Woodley's corner set him up, bro. Like, they kept saying, oh, it's close, it's close. Like, there was only two rounds that motherfucker won. And Jake Paul simply won off of punches and I don't know, bro. Like, it, it was a decent fight, but, like, I don't know. I'm pretty pissed that fucking Woodley, Woodley could have beat him easy and he just didn't apply pressure. So, oh, well. I don't want to spend too much time on that fight, but I just wanted to. Give a little update. <laughs> thanks for the, the boxer analysis there. Uh, I know um, you're very passionate in the sport, and it's always it's always uh, amazing to hear what you guys got to take and stuff like that. Anything anything you say, quite frankly, you know, any casual fan out there, including myself, listen to this guy. This this guy knows his shit. So uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but, yeah, back to football, man. Football is coming. It's right here. Preseason's already in full swing. I think it's about to end or it has already ended. Um, yeah, so- it ended. So uh, we we back to some division previews. This is probably the best division in the league. Um, maybe sure. second, but I would probably say first, most definitely. Um, the NFC, NFC West, West baby. NFC West, Seahawks, Niners, Rams, Cardinals, all four teams could easily win this division. Um, but let's get right to it, man. Who is your? Uh, do you want to start fourth place this time or first place? Uh, we'll just keep going first. We've okay. been doing that, so all right. Um, I this is tough. But I have the Niners going first. Okay. And here's why. So they're getting like how many players back from injury? They're getting Bosa. Mm-hmm. They're getting I can't I can't give you the whole list, but they're getting Bosa back. I mean, that's the most important player that they're getting back. He makes that defense. <clears throat> Garoppolo, I mean he I don't know. To me the Shanahan offense will set up any quarterback in in the right situation. And I like the the draft pick, they, the running back Sermon from Ohio State. Uh, I feel like we're going to see Trey Lance at some point. Don't know when. I feel like Garoppolo just can't stay healthy and he's going to get hurt again. But uh, we're going to see Lance at some point, which is going to be exciting. But to me, uh, the the 49ers have the Rams number. I, for whatever reason, McVay against Shanahan just can't do it. Like, it's weird. I mean, it's not. It's it's weird to a certain extent. Like Shanahan's a guru, but it's like I I feel like it's gonna be closer than it was years prior because Salah's not there no more. And I think Salah was huge for them, but um, you know, I I just feel like with this defense that they have, Bosa, Thomas, um, the dude they drafted last year, I can't remember his name, but the it was a D lineman as well. Like they have good pieces. I like Fred Warner. I like um, Drake Greenlaw. Like, they have good defensive players. On offense, I feel like Ayuk is going to explode this year. A lot of people. Um, a lot of people yeah. Debo Samuel, He's. I feel like he just needs to stay healthy. You know, he, he's a good player. He just can't stay healthy. Uh, Richie James. I mean, you just have George Kittle, obviously. I love the math for obvious reasons because he, he is that offense. But those other dudes, I just feel like they're going to step up and – you know, Shanahan's finally going to have a, a healthy team again. And, I mean, they're going to be pushing for 
a deep playoff run this year. If they can stay healthy and, you know, get serviceable quarterback play from Garoppolo, like if Garoppolo, they already went to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo and he didn't even play that well that year. So, I mean, they're getting everybody back basically that, you know, they weren't a full team. So, I don't know. I'm excited for this team. I feel like they're going to win 12 games. And like I said, the, the Rams and the Niners, for whatever reason, they, and I feel like Goff had something to do with that as well, but I just feel like the Niners, are, they're going to have the Rams number and they're going to beat them on a tiebreaker. So I got the Niners 12 and 5. Mm, okay, so this is when I know this division is good. It's really good. I got I, – I'll, I'll first tell you where I think the Niners are going to go. They are going to go last in this division, in my opinion. Mm. Um, they, they, you're right, though. Yeah, you you're right. We're going to disagree on a lot. <laughs> They, they, did, they, they did hit on a lot of cylinders last or two years ago. Um, injuries was the big bug last year, of course. Um, they are the most complete team in this division, quite frankly. I agree with you there. Bringing back Trent Williams was great. Uh, helping that O-line, protecting, you know, whoever's going to be a quarterback, whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy. Um, plus, you know, speaking of the O-line, I do love – you know I love Alex Mack. That's my guy in ATL. Uh, he had his best years with Shanahan when he was there. Um, yeah. So I do expect, you know, him to just come in and play great right away. He's going to continue to do great in that new uniform in San Francisco. Um, they got the pieces on offense. Like you said, Brandon Ayuk, that guy's going to just – everyone's expecting him, including myself. He's going to blossom this year. Um, it's just a matter of, to me, the only problem that I have is the quarterback position. I mean, we know Trey Lance is probably going to do his thing at some point. Jimmy G is just not cutting it anymore. Um I just think it's going to take some time for this team to actually become the team we're expecting them to be. Uh, when, when Shanahan had Matt Ryan, his MVP year, Matt Ryan had about, I think, less than 10 interceptions that season. <clears throat> that's, what this, that's what this group of quarterbacks need to be doing this year. You know, play kind of essentially make some plays here and there, but just protect the ball. Uh, you know, the defense is good, like you mentioned, but if you put this defense in great positions to, to, to help the team or, you know, put them in great field position, they're going to win games. But quite frankly, um, I don't see Trey Lance doing that in this rookie year and Jimmy G is trending down. So I, I don't trust the quarterbacks. Um, I kind of don't trust the running backs too, in my opinion. Um, so this is, this gonna they're going to hit some, some adversity and I don't think they're going to come back from it. I will say though, Emmanuel Mosley, another great keep. They kept them at corner. Great. Um, that's the only secondary player I like in that team. Um, mm-hmm. but at least, at least you kept them. So I mean, that's a good start to improve the the, the secondary. But I don't trust that secondary whatsoever. You brought up the D line, great, great pieces. Probably the one of the best D line in the league, other than Washington's. Um, but yeah, I don't like that secondary at all. But I mean, you have to think. Last year they won six games with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. And that's just it's a like Shanahan doing, you know, his exactly. Game. That that's exactly why I feel like they're gonna be just fine because. Shanahan can win you games with fucking milkmen. Like, they, they, they have literally some of the most no-name quarterbacks the past couple of years, and he still finds a way to win games. Like, it, it, that's why I feel like even if Jimmy, Jimmy G is training down, he's been training down since that Super Bowl year. Like I said, he didn't even play good that year, and they still went. Like, I, it was mostly the run game, but the schemes that this dude runs, Shanahan, it, it's crazy. Like, to me, it – he runs a better offense than his dad ran. I, I like Shana, Kyle Shanahan's offense better than Mike Shanahan's offense. And I, I just feel like if, if, if Jimmy G's mid, like he could be uh, 60% to where they get good plays out of him, I still feel like they're going to be a top a, a contender just simply based off of what the defense can do 
and Shanahan, how he schemes up everybody to score. Like, check gets open routes. Kittle's always open. And then they got these speedy guys. So that's why I feel like they're going to be better than, you know, you're saying they are. Because to me, if you're going to say Arizona's better than, than San Francisco, uh, I, I need to check what's in your cup because there's no way that, that the Cardinals, with Cliff Kingsbury and his coaching blunders that he did time and time again last year, is better than this 49ers team. Dude, that's what's funny because that is my first place team. I do think this team is going to Oh, stop it. The Arizona stop Cardinals it. Are oh, this my division. God. Are, very, are you fucking yes. – Yeah. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> Explain yourself, please. Very underrated. J.J. Watt is going to set a culture to this defense. I'm not saying he's going to make the, the defense. He's going to make the plays and be the, the, the MVP of that, that, defined, that side of the ball. But he's going to set a culture for this team. Um, especially for those defenders. He's going to set an example. Chandler Jones is going to be a beast this year. He's going to eat it up. He's going to be sacking people left and right with J.J. Watt being a distraction on the other side of the ball. Um, they had a great finish last year. Not, not, not the entire season, but last, the last couple of games last year, they, had, they, they, they finished off strong on defense, and I believe they're going to improve from there. Um, in terms of the offense, I don't need to explain much. Kyler and D-Hop, they're great one-two punch. Um, I do like the addition of James Conner. Um, A.J. Green, I know he's at the you know last stages of his career, but I still think he has some gas left in him. Um, but that's the beauty thing is A.J. Green doesn't have to be the main target like he was in Cincy for all those years. I think he's just going to thrive in that role, that kind of Larry Fitzgerald role. You know, I think I, I do have big expectations for the Cardinals this year. I think Kyler will be MVP this year. I really do. With more NFL experience, this is the year where he becomes elite. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson did it a few years ago. Patrick Mahomes did it a year before that. Josh Allen did it last year. This is Kyler's year. This is the year where that one quarterback comes out of nowhere and becomes elite and, and joins that conversation of guys, and I think that's going to be him. They're respected in the division, but I don't see many people – picking them to win the division, and I just disagree. I really do think they're going to surprise a lot of people this year. Yeah, the only thing surprising about the Cardinals is that you took them first in the, in the West. The, <laughs> the fact that, like, they lose Peterson, which, I mean, Peterson is getting older, but he was, to me, the heart and soul of that secondary. I know Buda Baker's good. Uh, the Byron Murphy's good. I just feel like Chandler Jones, he already requested a trade. I don't feel like he wants to be there. Cliff Kingsbury, his coaching, unless he just makes a complete 180, what he did last year, I mean, it, it was a joke. Like, some of, some of the games they lost were simply because of him. Like, they, he just didn't put his team in the right positions. And I don't feel like, you know, and I like Kyler. I picked him to win MVP last year. I thought he was going to make that jump. And that's no, like, I'm not saying, oh, fuck Kyler now. But it's just he loses Fitzgerald. I know he's older. But if you're asking me who I'd rather have Fitzgerald or Green, I'd rather have Fitzgerald. He's just more consistent. A.J. Green, he can't stay healthy, and I don't know if he can slide into that Fitzgerald role. Like, you know, who can? I like Rondell Moore, who they drafted. It's just, can a dude that size play receiver in the league? Um, we've seen a few. I don't know. what, But I like, I like Moore. He's pretty explosive. But, I mean, they don't have a tight end. I don't like the running back situation. You're basically saying James Conner is your number one. I don't believe he's the number one. He should be a change of pace back. Edmonds, Edmonds gives you like two to three weeks a year where he explodes against shitty teams. And then when he plays the actual good run defense, there's nowhere you can't find him. I, I, I don't know. I just can't see. I like that they added Rodney Hudson from the Raiders. That's a good pickup. But to say that they're going to be first, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe – 
to me, they're they're at best third. I I feel like Seattle's gonna make a, they're gonna fall down a lot this year, and maybe Arizona can steal a couple of games from them. But, uh, yeah, I disagree with you completely. The Cardinals are not winning this division. I'm telling you, man, they're gonna surprise a lot of teams. Um, they are the sleepiest <clears throat> of all sleepers, and you can continue to go to sleep and have dreams about them. But it's gonna be a reality this year. I'm telling you, they're gonna have. They're gonna surprise a lot of people. My, yeah. they're not gonna go fifteen and three. Let's let's back off from there. They're gonna win. No, based off of an eleven and six record, in my opinion. Um, and then going back to the Niners, I got them going last. They're not gonna have a losing record. I think all four of these teams are gonna have winning records. I just think the Niners are gonna go nine and eight, and then the Seahawks and Rams um, will both go ten and seven. This You're gonna be having game. nightmares picking that that thing. <laughs> all all down swinging, swinging with the Cardinals. Because I mean, that's good. Like, stick with your guns, but it's just like that. There's no way the 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 pieces that they lost and the dysfunction that's going on there right now. Cliff Kingsbury could be one of the first coaches fired. I, it's it's just it is what it is. Like the fact that if they don't win their first, if they go like one and four, two and five, he's gone. Like he has to be gone. They can't be wasting Kyler Murray's years like this. So, to me, they the, what this is his third year. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be time. Just, just like Fangio, just like Nagy, if they start off bad, they're getting they're getting canned. So okay, let me he, ask you this: first four weeks, Titans uh, in Tennessee, Vikings at home, Jaguars in Jacksonville, Rams in LA. What is their that? Record? That could be a one and three start because okay. the Titans. I look. We talked about the Titans. They're good. I just don't know what we're getting from Tannehill and how the offense is going to look. Like you said, Arthur Smith being there, not being there. I don't think it's going to be as much of a difference, but, hey, I could be completely wrong in this. Tannehill is not going to know what the fuck to do in this new offense, but the Titans are good either way. Vikings are going to be better than a lot of people think. I'm not going to say they're winning in their division, but I just feel like they're getting Daniel Hunter. They signed Griffin. They're going to be better. They're beating Jacksonville. There's no – need to go further. They're beating Jacksonville. And are they playing the Rams at in, in LA, LA, you said? Yeah. In LA. Oh, yeah. They're, they're losing that. They're losing that. So, that's a one and three start. To me, that that's enough to get rid of Kingsbury. I mean, they can't be – like I said, Kyler Murray, you can't waste quarterbacks' primes like this. You can't. And I know he's not in his prime prime yet, but he's getting there. He's trying to get there. And if they're going to keep wasting these seasons where he doesn't go into the playoffs, it's time to get rid of him. So mm. – We'll see. I, that looks like a one and three starts to me. The first so, four sorry, Cardinals. The first four weeks are going to be the most critical for their season and for the um, status of Cliff Kingsbury's head coach uh, position. So we'll see. That's a team to keep an eye out for the first few weeks because, if, like okay. you said, if they they if they go one and three, then shit hits the fan. But I'll stick to them. But you know, it won't be very won't be very easy to back them up after that. So. Um, yeah, right, the, well, the thing is, you can't go on a two-game losing streak in the West. You can't. Like, you go on a two-game losing streak, you're out of the running. It, mm-hmm. It's that simple. It's that tight this year. So, no, I agree. go ahead. Who's your, who's your second place? I want to hear that. Um, I'm going to go the the LA Rams here. Um, okay. They, I, I will say the Seahawks and, and Rams both will have 10 and 7. I just think the Rams uh, – you brought it up. The Niners have the Rams number every year for some weird reason. Well, the Rams always get the Seahawks number every year no, for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know why they do. Even when they were pl- playing in St. Louis, they, oh, no matter how good Seattle was, they always had to find yep. a way to beat them. 
So, and I think that's the trend that's going to continue. Uh, I think Stanford is going to be in contention for MVP this year. Um, as, as I brought up with Kyler, I think Kyler will win it, but I think Stanford will, ha- will raise some conversations. Keeping Leonard Ford was huge. Um, you know, if Donald stays healthy, this defense is going to do really good, in my opinion. <clears throat> Ramsey will do his thing, as always, and I expect this defense just to be good. Not great, but mm-hmm. good. They have, they're very top-heavy, so I'm just worried a little bit about the, you know, the other players playing their role. But I will say this. I do love their D.C. My guy, Raheem Morris, uh, former mm-hmm. interim Atlanta Falcons head coach last season. Um, obviously, the talent wasn't there in Atlanta last year for their defense, yeah. but I would say that when Morris took over, that team played with a lot more energy. They played with a lot more heart. Um, and I think that's what this defense is going to need in, in, in L.A. So he's got a lot more talent and pieces to work with. I think that's going to be very fitting for him. Um, but it's just funny because the, the Rams remind me of all these L.A. teams. Um, the Dodgers are very – they have a lot of stars. Mookie Betts, Cody, you know, all these good guys. Kershaw, so the Lakers, LeBron, A.D., yeah. Melo. The, the Rams are just like those teams. You got Donald. You got Stafford. You got Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Like, they had Gurley before, you know, he went downhill. But, like, they're just very star-studded. I think the Rams are going to be very top-heavy, and that's going to win them some ball games. Um, <clears throat> and the one, one more thing i got to add, this, this team's going to succeed. I know I mentioned the role players on defense, but more importantly on offense, the role players are going to they're gonna just keep this team afloat and keep them, take them to the next level. Woods, Cup, um, Henderson, Sonny Mitchell, now that they just traded for him, like, this team's very underrated on offense, I think. And a lot of people, I mean, we're, we know what Sean McVay can do and what he can bring to the, to the offense. But this team has the talent, and, you know, they got a big upgrade at Stafford. So, I'm going yeah. this team's going to win 10-7, and seven, uh, second division. <clears throat> so, we're, we're seeing eye to eye right there. I have the Rams second as well. I'm going 11-6. and six. And, <clears throat> like you said, the defense, I like, the, I like a lot of their players. You know, I like – but – the thing I don't like is, you know, who they lost. John Johnson and Troy Hill, those are, like, key departures that we're going to see what Taylor Rapp and uh, – I'm trying to think of the third-string corner, but Darius Williams did step up last year. Is that a product of Troy Hill being there? Who knows? We'll find out. But I like their defense, Ramsey, Donald. They kept Leonard Floyd, which is huge. Everybody thought he was gone. Um mm-hmm. As I said, Darius Williams, we'll see if Taylor Rapp can make that jump. And, I mean, <clears throat> we'll see. Like, I, I, I like their offense a lot. I really do. Especially, like, Jared Goff could not get a, an open receiver the ball all year for the past two years. Like, they easily – and I'll, I'll be honest, they should have lot. They should have beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If they had decent quarterback play, they wouldn't have Super Bowl. But because they had Jared Goff, I mean – there was quotes that Belichick knew was like, we got this. Like, no, no matter what we do, as long as we don't turn the ball over, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And it, it was true. Like, Goff couldn't hit an open receiver. So now that they have Stafford there, who I know a lot of people aren't fans of either because he likes to pad his staffs and or his stats. And, you know, we'll see what he does in a, a good offense. I, I just feel like he's going to make a big leap, comeback player of the year type of leap. I know he wasn't injured, but I still feel like, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. And he did in Detroit. He's going to be in the playoffs. He's going to win a playoff game or two. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I like Cup. I like Woods. Higby is the true number one oh, tight nice. end now. Gerald Everett goes to Seattle. I think he's going to have a good year there, too. 
And I like their uh, second-year receiver, Van Jefferson. I mean, this dude, and Tutu Atwell, the rookie that they got from, I think, Washington. I just feel like the guys that they have are McVay guys. They're going to get open. They're going to get the ball. Like you said, they have Sonny Michelle, who I feel like is going to fill that Cam, Cam Akers role a lot better than people really uh, are giving him credit for. Uh, they get Andrew Whitworth back. And I just feel like they're going to be good. They're going to be a good team. But like you said, the trend is the 49ers always beat the Rams and the Rams always beat the Seahawks. And then the Cardinals are, you know, they split with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like the Rams are going to be, to me, this is the biggest threat to the Buccaneers in the NFC. If, if Stafford can get it going quick, the chemistry is there. The defense is rolling like they were last year. They were the number one defense in the league. This is the biggest threat. They beat them in Tampa on Monday night last year. If they would have got to that NFC championship game, I feel like it would have been closer than it was with the Packers because they the Tom Brady hates pressure up the middle. And guess who's in the in the middle on that yeah. defense? Aaron Donald. So mm-hmm. it's just like if this team can find a way to the NFC championship game, and the, you know, both both you and I have the butts at a good record and they'll probably have home field advantage. I mean, this is this is going to be the biggest uh, test for Brady in the NFC if they if they meet each other in the playoffs. So, yeah. I agree with you. Second place Rams. I just feel like they're going to be second simply because of the 49ers two games they probably lose. So, no, I like that you touched that. You know, I just got chills and goosebumps of you listening uh, to you about that because well, you and I both do have them second. That means that you know they can make a wild card, of course. And you know, with 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 you and I discussing NFC South, the Bucks will be making it playoffs. They will probably have home field, like you said. And I just got chills thinking of a potential NFC Championship game with the Rams and, and Bucks. That is a great game. Um, I did see that Monday night game with my brother. That was such a great game. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I did not expect the Rams to go to Tampa and do what they did, but they did. They they they're possibly the Bucks kryptonite. Um, no matter how good they are, it could happen. It really could. So, great point that you brought that up. Now it just made me excited for the season and, and for playoffs to come in January. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, this good. I also want to give a shout out to Morgan Fox, my guy, CSU Pueblo alum. Morgan Fox, yeah. Yes, my guy. He's guys. been doing good. He's been producing on the low, like yeah. He well, the only he reason has. I the, the only reason I know about him is because AJ posts like they're when they were um you know when he was playing. And he tagged them and stuff. So that's the only reason I know about him. And he's actually pretty good. Like, he, he makes some plays where it's like, oh, shit, Morgan Fox put that play up? Like, like this defense is uh, – D-line is a lot deeper than a lot of people think. So, yeah, yeah it's a good, a good point you brought him up. Yeah, it's – it's um, you know, he's 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 a special player. And I'm, it's it's crazy how Nash nationwide not a lot of people know about him. But, you know, people in the region do. And we pay attention to him, and it's crazy. But – yeah, just wanted to give yeah. a quick shout out. Uh, now, I mean, last team, they're not the last place team, but we haven't talked about them just yet. The Seattle freaking Seahawks. This team, man, uh, I got to hear what you what you think of this team right now. Third place is what we both have them. <sighs> yeah. Um, so, I feel like it's tough. So, they got the, the new coordinator that they got is from L.A., they got one of the McVay guys from the McVay tree. I can't remember his name, and I don't have anything to pull it up right now. But um, I feel like he's going to add more consistency to the team because, you know, he's going to run more in the Bay heavy offense. I just feel like, you know, people are saying that Metcalf and Lockett are, 
you know, one of the best fight receiver duos in the league, which I kind of agree with. I kind of disagree with. I feel like they're, they're almost there. They're not there yet. No disrespect, no hate, but that's just me. Um, I don't know, bro. I just I just feel like they don't have corners. I they, they don't have another linebacker besides Bobby Wagner. And some would say you don't need another one, but I disagree. What if he gets hurt? You always got to be deep at most positions, especially at linebacker. Um, yeah, I don't know, bro. I just feel like they're going to be mid. They're, they're going to be mid all season. They're probably going to go nine and eight. Ten and seven is their ceiling. Seven and ten is their floor. Like, this team, the way it could break for them is they could be last. Like, if you're saying Arizona's going to make that big jump, and I could be wrong. I, I don't feel like they're going to be, like, terrible. I just don't feel like they're going to be first place. But, you know, Arizona and Seattle, they always play weird games with each other. Like, last year in Arizona, the fact that that went to overtime, like, that was a weird game. And then that Thursday night game they played where the Cardinals just couldn't get anything going. Like, it, it's just weird how these teams play against each other. A couple years ago, it was 6-6 on Sunday night. It was a tie. Like, it's just weird. So, it, and I could go either way. But I just – I don't see – uh, the Seahawks making any noise. They have a tough schedule. Another team where the schedule makers didn't do the, them any favors. And I just feel like they could be two and two, two and three, three and two. Like, it could be a, a tough start, and it could be tough to get, get it going, you know, middle of the year. So, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're going to be an average team. And the, the depth that they have concerns me. They don't really have depth in a lot of uh, – positions key positions so yeah i have them in like 10 and 7 is their highest but i'm gonna have them at 98 yeah good point i mean you kind of hit it in all cylinders the team's good no no joke about it they're, they're decent they're a good team the division's just so tough i don't see them really uh matching that talent that the rest of these yeah. teams have to offer um like you you kind of briefly mentioned that the schedule man is tough for them colts steelers titans at green bay it's all going to be tough games um overall um, and, and one thing that I would kind of want to put on the defensive side of the ball, um, I'm a big fan of Griffin and, and, you know, despite them trying to replace him this offseason, it's going to affect this team. It's going to affect this defense. No doubt about yeah. it. Um, I do like Dunlap, but I just think <clears throat> his age is getting up there. I think he's 33. Um, and it's going to just come down quite frankly to health. If he's healthy, you know, this D line could be decent, but if, if he's out, it could be a big difference. Um, and this defense might have some trouble. Um, and then, the, the O-line, man, I don't know what the hell they're doing with the O-line. That whole right side of the O-line is just, like, I don't know. You can throw me out there and we might be able to play as good as them. So, uh, they have the weapons, though. Like, I mean, they got DK, like you said. Uh, they got DK, you know, Chris Carson, all these guys out there. And But, like, man, like, and we'll talk about it with the Bengals, but, like, you need protection to make plays at the very least. Wilson can't be out there running for his life like he's been doing the last two or three years. Maybe that's why he wants to leave Seattle. I remember people well, – some people forget, like, he wanted to leave Seattle in the offseason, and there's a reason. Yeah, like, you you can't call out your offensive line as a quarterback. Like, I'm sorry, you can't publicly say, oh, yeah, our line is terrible. Like, he didn't say that verbatim, but he said it indirectly, and – I know a lot of those guys felt some type of way about it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, they made some signings to have depth, but as far as that, what like you said, that right side is terrible. Like, but the thing, the, the thing that's I'm I'm interested to see, and I saw somebody point this out. Um, I can't remember their name, but they're like, now that he's gonna have a more consistent offensive scheme to run, 
is that going to hold Russell Wilson back? Because his offensive coordinators were hot garbage. So mm-hmm. that let him, you know, improvise and let him run the way – let him run the offense the way he likes to run it. Now that they're going to run a more consistent, steady scheme, is that going to hold him back because he can't do his thing now improvising? It's just something to – yeah, it's just something to keep an eye on. I'm really interested to see how they play. Like you said, like we're both saying, Colts, Titans, Vikings, 49ers, Rams, and Steelers. Like, it could go either way. They're playing two division games back-to-back. Like, they could easily go 0-2 those two weeks. Like, it's, it's going to be tough. That's why I have them in the middle of the road. Like, they, they just – they really have to show me something for me to take them more seriously. They gave Jamal Adams a, a $70 million extension to play linebacker. He's not a safety. He's a linebacker. He, he's he's going to come off the edge. I don't know what happened to him to where he can't play safety anymore. Mm-hmm. I know he can still cover and all that, but it's just to me, he's just a D lineman now. So I, I, I don't know what's up with the secondary. And my fault. I don't want to disrespect Jordan Brooks. I already disrespected him enough on draft night. He's actually good. He's pretty good when they drafted him last year. So there's your linebacker depth, I guess. I still feel like they should resign KJ Wright. I feel like he brings leadership. He was on that Super Bowl winning team. That that, that matters to me. If you have the same team, a couple of veterans that have been there that won that championship, Wagner, Wilson, and you have Wright, like two, def- two defensive captains to me, I feel like that, that matters, and I don't know why they haven't resigned them yet. I don't feel like KJ Wright's trying to break the bank. He just wants a little respect. I mean, he's been there how long, and you guys can't resign him? Like, come on, come on, man. Like, to, and to me, this might be a hot take. People might look at me stupid, but I think Pete Carroll's almost out of here. I mean, at some point, you gotta you gotta look at this and be like, hey, bro, you haven't won, you haven't brought us to the Super Bowl since Super Bowl forty nine, and you made us throw the ball on the goal line. Like, at some point, you gotta. You got to be Seattle management and be like, all right, we got to move on from this because this is just ridiculous. This team should be so much better. And the fact that Wilson has threatened to leave, which I feel like is going to happen again next year, he's going to threaten to leave. And I feel like somebody's going to open their wallets and pay up a big lump sum of, of picks and players and cash and all that. Like, I feel like this is going to be the same. We've seen this movie several times with the Seahawks. That's why I'm not taking them serious. Exactly. You hit it on the point there, and I was actually going to say that. You're right. Uh, Seahawks, hey, this team's going to be good, but at some point people are going to have to say, like, do we need to just blow this up? Do we need to just start from the beginning, especially if our one quarterback who's been our savior is going to just want to leave? If he leaves, this thing's all going to just fall apart. Pete Carroll yeah. leave. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, man. This team, it's it's they're tricky because we're kind of – doubting them to win this division, but they could. Um, and I think they, they, there's a possibility there. Wilson needs to have they an could. MVP year. Wilson needs an MVP year this year, mm. I think, to, for it to happen. Um, but I just think <clears> there's <throat> a lot to ask for, especially with Wilson. He can make it happen 100%. But I'm just going to be the safer bet guy and just predict them going third in this division. The schedule's just, quite yep. frankly, too hard. And this team has the talent, but I don't think it's enough, especially in this division. Um, so if I hear one more year, this could be Wilson's MVP year. I'm going to just stop watching NFL, like, media shows and all that because at some point it's like, bro, like, this is what he does every year. He has a good first couple weeks, and then he just settles out. So until he shows me consistent play 
throughout the year to where I can have him in that conversation. I'm just – the first five weeks, he could be 20 touchdowns – or 15 touchdowns, three picks. Cool. Let's see what he does the, the last three weeks of the year or the middle of the year. I'm, I'm just tired of this Russell Wilson MVP train. I can't believe he hasn't got a single vote. Like, come on, bro. Who are you voting over him? Rodgers last year had a good year. Brady, that one year he won MVP when the, they went to the Eagles Super Bowl. I mean, I just can't think of everybody off the top, but it's just like, this is every year, Julian. We talked about this last year as well. Like, Russell Wilson, MVP hype. Like, no, bro, I'm not, I'm not hyping up that MVP shit. I'm sick of it. I, I, I mean, I do remember that conversation. We had it in the show. We had it in an episode. I hyped them up so hard. And we both then, did. I'm, I was there with you. I'm like, oh, shit, this could be the year. He got us again, bro. He he bamboozled us. He hood with us. I just think it's funny because um, after the Rams game last year, uh, he had a horrible game in L.A. Terrible. And I kept him up. I still I was like, you know what? You know, it happens. Bad game, bad game. And you just jumped off that show. You're like, nah, this is typical Wilson. Always falls off at the middle of the season. I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna give him a chance. Like this, this look what happened. And yeah, he just, yeah, it didn't. He didn't pick himself back up from then after that. So, I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean, I just don't. I don't expect it. Let's just say that I don't expect him to have an MVP here. It could happen. It definitely. I, I get what you're saying. For them to win it this year, he has to have that yes, type of year. But I'm not, he has to. Yeah, but I am on the same boat with you here. He is not going to have that year this year. This is but it. a fantasy sleeper, we already mentioned Gerald Everett. I feel like he's going to be good in this offense. Like He was oh, good for the Rams. Definitely. He's going to be good. It, uh, Russell Wilson hasn't had a, a number one tight end in a long time. Now he has one. Jimmy Graham. So will that – oh, stop it. They look <laughs> They gave that's what that was the downfall of the Seahawks when they traded away the center. Wow, what's his name? I, I'm, oh, I'm just messing up I everybody's name. When they made that trade for Jimmy Graham, that was the beginning of the end for the Seattle dynasty because that the offensive line fell apart after they gave him up. So it's just ah, don't, don't get me started. But look, my guy they, Max he's gonna, Unger. Yeah, Unger. There you go. Like, look at New Orleans. Their offensive line has been solid since mm-hmm. he's been there, since he left. Like, they just plugged in dudes. They know how to do that shit. Like, I don't know if Seattle needs to take a book, a page out of their book because ever since Unger left, like, sheesh, it's been it's been dreadful in Seattle on offensive line. Yeah. Uh, the but, yeah. Very underrated in any team in the league. Um, And I think I've said it in one of these episodes not too long ago, these previews, that the O-line is your bread and butter. That's what's going to keep yep. the team a float, you know, keep everybody in check. You know, you ask the Cowboys when, when they had all that, the well, best line, um, the yep. Browns, you know, last year, you know, it's just – The Patriots won the Super Bowl because of their offensive line. Exactly. Like, and, and we just said it last episode. Trevor Lawrence is going to have a hard time with his offensive line. He's going to be good. It's just you need – you know, you need offensive line. Like you said, bread and butter. It's easy. Like, that's what wins you games. That's what's going to win you championships. I understand defensive defense wins you championships. But your O-line is going to carry you throughout the regular season. And Russell Wilson, there's a reason why he wants to leave. It's not like, oh, my God, it's so shocking that he wants to leave. Like, no, he's not getting protected. He's, he's getting tired. hit every other play. He's tired of running all over the damn pocket and find somebody else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the O-line is, is an important um, – chunk of players to have just as Joe Burrow last year I mean he 
he he had a rough year last year with with his old line and i mean we'll talk about the Bengals, but it's not going to get any better this year yeah no it's not so uh <laughs> and they just traded billy price they just traded one of the uh, first round pick from a few years ago <laughs> to the giants <laughs> oh man i don't understand a lot of these teams philosophies with yeah. protecting their qbs well uh, just pray uh. for joe burrow tonight guys just pray for joe <laughs> yeah burrow. Yeah, that's it, man. I mean, hey, this is – I guess we somewhat disagree. Not much. I was expecting more. I thought you were going to get the Seahawks here at two, but it's cool. No, no way. Cardinals, though, I'm telling you, write it down. Yeah, that's, that, that is just – wow. Write we'll see. Down. We'll it's see. It's going to happen. These teams are – I awesome. agree with you, though. Well, look, I didn't even get to say much about the Cardinals. But I, I went off on Barry, but let's be honest. I like J.J. Watt. He brings a lot of – veteran leadership that they have not had there in a long time. Um, besides Fitzgerald, of course. But, I mean, one, only one man can do so Yeah, the defense, for sure. Patrick Peterson, I feel like leaving is a bigger departure than a lot of people think. But I like Malcolm Butler. I don't like that he's contemplating retirement. I don't know what's going on with that. him. Mm-hmm. But if he does retire, that's a huge pull for them. That that's a hole that a lot of teams are gonna be like, oh, we play the Cardinals this week. They're circling that on their calendar. Mm-hmm. Like the the secondary is the biggest weakness on that defense. So it's gonna be tough. We'll see what they do. I just feel like they're gonna be eight and nine, nine and eight at most. So okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. And before we let this uh, episode go, will all four teams in this division make playoffs? No. No. Okay. Fair enough. No, we're gonna well, have two. That's it. That's it. Just two. We're not having three. No, Seattle's not making the playoffs. No way. Okay. Okay. All right. No, no the, the NFC's too deep to go 9-8 and eight and make a playoff spot. That's just me, though. I, I just hey, feel like they – That's – see, no. No way because – Hold on. And, Let me and, see. And, now now you got me thinking. Hold on. NFC South. is trash. You got the, the Bucks. That's it. And NFC South. And NFC but East, that's think. even worse. You got to think the NFC North might have mm, – Maybe the Vikings can make. Yeah, you're right. Maybe Seattle could make it. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. It's just. I mean, I'm telling hey, you. Well, I mean, yeah, we could. I, I agree. You, you've, you've hit it, you hit it. You hit it. You hit the nail in the coffin in one of these episodes. The AFC is just a lot. Has a it lot is, more yeah, better teams. A lot. They are more deeper in that conference. And you're right. I'm, I'm overvalued. I was overvaluing a team or two. You're right. I agree. But so. I, like I said. What did I say? The, the floor for Seattle is seven and ten. They could easily go seven and ten. So, and if you're saying the Cardinals are going to be as good as they are, then they maybe don't make that playoff spot. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I'm just in a way and see on the other two teams. Seattle and Arizona has given me a lot of bad takes. Uh, they make me look stupid almost every year with a lot of shit that I've said about them. So I'm just going to chill on them. I'm going to say they're mid. I that's how I feel right now. And unless until they change my mind, that's, I'm not going to you know. That's my opinion. So. It's going to be an interesting uh, weekly episode we're having with these teams because we're going to. I have a feeling yeah. we're going to talk about this division a lot, a lot every of week. Of course. So this is the most this is the most competitive division in football right now. Yep, this is going to be the division where we talk about a lot. I just have this feeling, but especially yep. with a lot of these good games coming early, like I know uh, who who plays week one: Seahawks, Colts, I think. Um, yep. Week one, and then 49ers, uh, Lions, Rams, Bears Sunday night. I do. Yep. See that's Cardinals. Amazing. Titans, so, so yeah, it's a good, good game. Games, good games. So yeah, we're gonna talk about it for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's gonna be good like game. I said. You go on a two-game losing streak, you're you're out of the race. Simple as that. 
So be, yeah, it's true. It's, it's very true. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good division there to keep an eye on, folks. But uh, I think that is it for this division preview. This is probably yes, the most entertaining one that I'm gonna experience. <laughs> and we got some special guests coming on the other ones. So yes, maybe sir. I'm looking forward to that one. All right, y'all. I don't know if Julian has anything else to say, but that's it. That's it. That's it for me. All right, y'all. Follow our social media. Subscribe to Sports Inferno. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.